0: Hello, and welcome to the Kingdom Corner Podcast, where you can propel your faith into even deeper levels as we discuss how to live the kingdom culture on earth as it is in heaven, just as Jesus prayed. Here's your host, the great Matt guybe Welcome, welcome, welcome. Once again on a sunny afternoon to the Kingdom Corner Podcast from the great Pacific Northwest from the mouth of the great Matt Guybe. We're back again one more time, and we are looking at part two of a lesson I titled that was birthed back in 1995 or so on an airplane, and I've titled it Divine Imagineers. Divine Imagineers. God wants to begin to create in each of us a divine imagination. He wants you to begin to dream with him today. And that's a lesson we began to look at. And you'll have to go back and listen to part one. I don't want to go back over it all now. but the main scripture that we did talk about was in Romans 12:1 and 2. We used that as kind of the kickoff text and it said, how does that go again? But be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. By the renewing of your minds. And some translations translate that word for minds as imagination. Be transformed by the renewing of your imagination. And we began to talk about that. That God wants to renovate our minds and our imaginations so we can dream big with Him. And that's where we were discussing last week. We began to discuss that and look into it. We could look at a few quotes again. I mean, it does not hurt to mention them again. I love some of these. The man who has no imagination has no wings, Muhammad Ali. The imagination, your imagination is literally the workshop of your mind wherein are fashioned all plans created by man, Napoleon Hill. I love this one by Bill Johnson. He wrote a book a number of years ago called Dreaming with God. A yielded imagination becomes a sanctified imagination, and it's the sanctified imagination that is positioned for visions and dreams. The sanctified imagination is a tool that enables us to tap into true reality. Get that? The imagination allows us to Tap into the true reality because the true reality, as we've taught from Ephesians, is that we are seated. We are with Jesus Christ and God in the heavenly realm, in the heavenly places where we receive all blessings. That's what we operate from. That's where we're at. We may be walking here in a human body on this planet, but we are seated and we, we minister from the heavenly realm. That is the reality. And that's what we need to begin to imagine. Let's go on here. We must be people that see what is unseen, and that will give us an advantage. If we can do this, truly we live, we will live from heaven to earth. Bill Johnson, Dreaming with God. Let's go on, and let's go on from where we were at last week. Last time we had left off, and I had talked to you quite a bit about God wants to use your imagination, your memories. And use those to encourage you and use those when times get tough so you can hold on to God. You know, when things are going well in your life... You need to unfurl your sails of faith, as one pastor said, and just run with the wind. But when you're under attack, when you're under being assailed by the enemy, you need to batten down the hatches. And one thing that will help you is to remember those ways, those testimonies from your life and other people's lives, how God moved in your life. We talked about keep this forever in the imagination of the thoughts of thy people. First Chronicles 29, 18 you know keep this forever that is the laws of god the ways he's moved in the past in behalf of judah and israel on their behalf and i gave you three uh word picture memories that i carry dear in my heart to this day that most of them are over 40 years old point we should all have memories that is imaginations we can draw from to remember god's goodness even in the tough times right now let's look at another scripture i think we I'm not sure we touched on it before, but I want to really get into it again, from my favorite passage in the New Testament, maybe in the Bible, Ephesians 1:3, and then I'm going to read 15 to22 as well. And this is under the point that imagination opens the door to the spiritual realm. Ephesians 1:3. "Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing." In the heavenly places in Christ, where has He blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, in the heavenly places, you are in the heavenly places if you are a redeemed saint of God that's where you're that's where we're ministering that's where we're living from. I want you to get that today, verse fifteen for this reason, I too, having heard of the faith in the Lord Jesus which exists among you, your love for all the saints. I do not cease giving thanks for you while making mention of you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, here we go, may give to you a spirit of wisdom and of revelation that is an uncovering, an unveiling, an apocalypse. That's the word that is used for the book of Revelation as well. The same Greek word, apocalypse, an unveiling, give you a wisdom, a revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him, the experiential knowledge of him. You have to encounter him. You have to experience him to begin to get the revelation. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the surpassing greatness of his power toward us who believe. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might, which he brought about in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule, authority, power, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he has put all things in subjection under his feet, and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body the fullness of him who fills all in all. I suggest you go back in the um, stockpile of episodes in the Kingdom Corner podcast and look at the ones that we have addressed in Ephesians 1. I talk a lot about there's four words for power that Paul used in here, Greek words that are very powerful. And I don't want to get off into that rabbit trail today, but we're emphasizing a different thing today, and that's your imagination. So let's draw this out of here. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened. And one, actually one translation says the eyes of your imagination, dianoye, or dianoye, dianoye is the word there that's used, your imagination your understanding that it is enlightened. Rotherham uses the terms in this verse. It talks about a wisdom, understanding, insight in gaining a personal knowledge of him. We have to have an encounter with him to really begin to experience imagination, begin to experience the things that God wants us to begin to co-dream with him about. The setting is heavenly places. That is the energy. These are in accordance with the working of the strength of his might. That is one way that's translated. That is the energy of the grasp of his might. Do you know he's grasping you? He has you held by his might today, if you will allow him to do that. Wisdom, Sophia, all the pure, unadulterated wisdom from above. James 3 talks about the wisdom that is from above, that is pure, peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy. And good fruits without partiality, without hypocrisy. And again, Revelation is apocalypsis. To be unveiled, laid bare, fully exposed. It's the same word that's used for the book of Revelation. Revelation, true apocalypse and unveiling of the nature of God, and being able to dream with him and use divine imagination, only comes out of relationship. Think of John the Beloved. Think of all the imaginings he had, of all those visions He had in Revelation the seer visions that God gave him that made up the book of Revelation. That's kind of what we're talking about. Epigenosis, knowledge, is a full knowledge that cannot be obtained without experience. You know, for many years, that's what I did. I crammed my head full of knowledge, you know, full of information. And uh, it has to go from my head, you know, what, six inches, 12 inches down to my heart. To really begin to really inspire and give faith, and you have to be transformed in that way. These things, like Paul said, are spiritually discerned. The eyes of your heart, Dianoye, Dianoye. One translation says, The eyes of your imagination. Thayer speaks of a strong desire or feeling. I put down here, The measure of a man's desire is the pursuit. You know, it's a desire. You're going after it because you can envision it. You can see it. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind. And we're talking about your imaginations as well. Matthew 12:30. Let's go on. To be enlightened is to be lit up like a lighting up something, illuminating it with a light. Make to see, especially from the heart. The Greek word is photizo, which we get our word in English phosphorus or phosphorus from right which means light or light bringer a calling or vocation that's what we're talking about there we are his inheritance you know exceeding greatness that is we want to know what's way beyond you know and that comes by using your imagination to throw way beyond is what the greek means with that word let's read something else to you right now kind of as a as we break here in the middle of that verse, and then we go into some other things. Remember, I I sang this at the beginning of last podcast, that's part one of this, Divine Imagineers, and I'd rewritten it. I would imagined it in my imagination. Here we go. I'm not going to sing it this time. Imagine, and I put down reimagined. Imagine, reimagined. Imagine the kingdom of heaven on earth. It's easy if you try. Deliverance, healing, and joy for all who will apply. Imagine all the people living for Jesus today. Imagine there's no countries. It isn't hard to do. We're all living in the kingdom with no religion too. Imagine all the people living with Jesus too. Chorus. You may say, I'm a dreamer. I hope I'm not the only one. I hope someday you'll join us as in Jesus, we'll all be made as one. Imagine our treasured Jesus, our treasured possession. I wonder if you can. No greed or hunger, a brotherhood of the Son of Man. Imagine all the people sharing in the kingdom too. Yes, you may say I'm a dreamer. Surely I'm not the only one. I'm praying one day you'll join me, as in Jesus, we'll all be made as one. Imagine, reimagine. I took that, wor- that song from John Lennon and uh, reimagined it and rewrote it a little bit uh, to suit the kingdom culture. And That's what we're all about here at the Kingdom Corner, is it not? God intended to inspire our imagination to receive what is beyond our comprehension. Catch that again. God intends to use and divinely inspire our imagination to receive what is way beyond our comprehension. Whew. When I first heard that morsel of truth, it blew my mind, okay? See, God's not limited by your minds today. Ephesians 3, 17 to 20, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth and to know the love of Christ, which, here we go, here's where we get the point from, surpasses knowledge. You can't know the love of Christ just in your mind. It surpasses knowledge that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Again, the same word for exceedingly, to throw way beyond, to throw way past. You know, now to him who is able to do Immeasurably more than we could ever ask or imagine is one way one translation puts it. According to his power, that is within us at work, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. When we talk about in this passage in Ephesians three seventeen to 20, when we talk about comprehend, it's kata lambano. Is the Greek word means to lay hold of with a purpose and force, to take or seize possession of as one's own, to understand or perceive. So we have to comprehend. And we begin to do that, you know, we begin to imagine it. Just like, you know, Moses imagined that, you know, a kingdom with God, and he therefore he didn't continue to walk with Pharaoh, right? And Abraham imagined a city whose builder and maker was God, you know. That's how he, he began to comprehend and grasp that. Abraham and his wife, though they were of old age, they hoped against hope, it says in Romans 4, and they imagined being able to create a baby, you know, and God blessed them with a child, right? No, and knowledge here in this scripture that we may have what surpasses all knowledge is to fully experience, Genosko. Investigate and search out. We have the full knowledge of God. We investigate it. We search it out. How? Through divine imagination is one way. In dreaming with God, God told Billy Bill Johnson he could know by experience what is beyond human comprehension. Did you know you today, right now, as we sit here and you're listening on my podcast, you can know beyond what's in your knower, what's in your mind. You can know beyond that by experience. Don't ask me to explain that. I've experienced it, but it, it, it's like trying to explain. You know what I'm talking about if you've walked in that, if you've begun to believe God in that area. But it's like trying to explain the color yellow to a blind man. I, I can't explain it to you. you. You begin to know that in your heart. You begin to know that in your spirit. Okay? However, we can't even seem to ask sometimes. We are influenced to ask sometimes also by our unregenerated mind. James talked about that. We ask and we have not because we ask wrongly. We ask, you know, in our flesh. We're not asking by faith. That's in James 4, 2 and 3. Another quote here. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always gotten, which produces zero growth and stagnation. The antidote is the realization that you always do what you've always done. If you always think that way, the way you've always thought, and this was from Larry Pecos, Wilson Pecos, or Larry Wilson, I should say, of the Pecos Learning Center. As Graham Cook would say, if you're having issues with trying to think on a new plane, begin to think and imagine a new thought. Sometimes I think we're really shocked when God answers and we're we're praying for something. We're imagining it. We're imagining Like our family redeemed, our family restored. Maybe it's very dysfunctional. Maybe there's issues in your family's life or other issues you have. And you begin to imagine God transforming that. And, you know, like Psalm 126 says, let's read that. Psalm 126, it's it's a wonderful passage of scripture about when Judah returned from the Babylon captivity. And let's just read what they said there. We've got to turn to it. I don't have it typed out in my notes like most of the things. Psalm 126. And we'll just talk about that for a minute. Talking about dreaming with God. We're talking about using our imagination, which really is part of your faith. The evidence of things hoped for or imagined and the substance of things not seen. I think I mentioned it last week. Abraham, you know, how do you think he began to believe that God bring through his lines and loins thousands and thousands in a new nation. You know, open the flap of your tent. I could hear God saying, look at the stars. Look where your toes are in the sand. Look at the sands of the sea. I will multiply you like that. He had to begin to imagine with God. You have to begin to imagine and believe with God. Psalm 126, when the Lord brought back the captivity of Zion— We were like those who dream. (laughs) Then our mouth was filled with laughter, our tongue with singing. Then they said among the nation, The Lord has done great things. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are glad. Oh, yes, we are glad. I can see those Israelites just dancing and singing and praising God and pinching each other and pinching themselves. They could hardly believe that God set them free. We were like them that dreamed. And isn't that the way we are oftentimes? We're like them that dream. when God answers a prayer. We shouldn't be so surprised, should we, if we're men and women of faith, and yet we're just like them. (laughs) Oh, Lord, you did this great thing. Point, if you and I can't even ask God for simple things with a confident knowing that he's going to answer us, if we can't imagine for things like that, how can we ever ask him for the nations? It says, Psalm 2, 8, ask me for the nations or do the greater works that Jesus, you know, encouraged us to do, said we would do. God has given us the power to experience what we visualize or imagine. Yet, sadly, most of us tend to visualize only our present circumstances. This is by Pastor Tommy Newberry. He said that in his book, 40 Days to a Joy-Filled Life. Let me read that again. God has given you, given us the power to experience what we visualize or imagine. Yet, sadly, most of us tend to visualize only our present circumstances. Tommy Newberry, 40 Days to a Joy-Filled Life. Let's read another scripture we've read a lot in this podcast, another one of my favorites. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, for by grace you have been saved through faith, that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship. And we've said that word is translated so beautifully by some translators. We are his handiwork, his poem, his masterpiece. Can you begin to imagine yourself as God's masterpiece today? You've got to begin to imagine that. We're created in Christ Jesus. And why? For good works that we would walk in them. I say a lot of Christians forget verse 10. That's the whole reason that one of the biggest reasons he's redeemed us besides wanting us to be ever joined to him as his bride, but to show forth his glory, to be his masterpiece. But you have to begin to imagine that. You have to begin to imagine that he's going to use you that way and that he's going to create the masterpiece within you. God wants to dream and imagine with you, you know? He wants your input as his son, as his daughter, you know? It's not just all one-way street. Ephesians 2, 8 through 10. By the Father's power, I just read that. We are saved and empowered. I guess I made a note here. By the Father's power, are we saved and then empowered to live as he views us? We need to begin then to create together, co-create with Abba, The masterpiece, the masterpiece that he desires to make of our lives and then walk out the good walks that he wants to put on display. In Bill Johnson's book, Supernatural Power of a Transformed Mind, he said it like this. Let's read this. We'll quote this scripture. Psalm 37, 4. Delight yourself in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Well, Bill Johnson said, many pastors myself included, have foolishly taught over the years, if you delighted yourself in the Lord, he would change your desires by telling you what to desire. But that's not what this means. That verse literally means that God wants to be impacted by what you think and dream as his son or daughter. God is after your dreams. He's after intimacy with you. He has opened himself to the desires of his people. You know, how can you desire a bad thing if you're intimate with him? you know, he wants to use your mind, use your heart, you know, and imagine with you. He's opened himself to desires of his people. He likes going back and forth with you in conversation, throwing out his idea and wanting your response, and then talking back to you. Bill Johnson, the supernatural power of a transformed mind. Well, let's, before we close here, I'm almost done. Let's just point out a few examples. Joseph, remember Joseph with the coat of many colors? As a young man, he went to his brothers and, you know, he got a little caught up in excitement and maybe he was immature and he saw them all bowing down to him as sheaves of wheat. Then he saw the sun, moon, and stars and they were all bowing down to him that way, you know. So they got jealous of him and they cast him off into slavery and yet God used that. And this vision came about, did it not? Jacob, Genesis 28:12 to 22, he's going to sleep there with his head on a rock as a pillow. And he has this dream of these angels walking back and forth on this heavenly staircase. You know, the first maybe experience written in heaven about heaven coming to earth. Okay. And he's having that experience. God is imparting into him in that dream. Elisha, 2 Kings 2, 1 to 15, and 2 Kings 6, 8 to 23. And I wrote a story about this for a Sunday school class. I called it God's Secret Army. You know, remember God's secret army where Elisha was in there, maybe having a little dinner in his cabin or maybe resting. And all of a sudden his seat, his servant comes running in. They've surrounded us. They've surrounded us, master. They've surrounded us. And he looks out there and real calmly says to the servant, can't you see them, my servant? They that be with us are greater than they that be with them, you know, with the enemy. And it, the guy shook his head, you know. I guess his Gehazi eye maybe shook his head. And he said, Look again. And he looked again by faith and he saw the angel army of God surrounding, I guess it was the Assyrians. And they all got out of that fix because God blinded them and they walked right out of there. He had to have divine imagination. Okay. Let's see. What else do we have? Let's go one more. Abraham, the father of faith and dreams. And we talked about how he. Imagined a city whose builder and maker was God, you know, the, uh, Hebrews 11, 6 to 16, and how he left his land by faith, right? Had to have imagined something better. And how he and Sarah, even though their bodies were beyond the ability to procreate and produce a child, how they had to hope against hope, Romans 4, 17 to 24, and God blessed them with Isaac, right? The way the Greek says it, he did not hesitate through unbelief. Seek the heavenly realm. Conclusion, seek the heavenly realm. If you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are from above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind, that is your imagination, on things above, not on things that are on the earth. Think on these things. Philippians 4.8, I'll let you read that. Think on those things that are good and noble and just. Become childlike. You know, children have great imaginations. Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child shall not enter it. I mean, that's so true. If you cannot use your imagination, that's what children do so well at. You will not enter the kingdom of God. Allow God to expand your heart and mind. You know, 1 Corinthians 2, 9-16, 1 John 3, 1-3. And I believe it says there that we have the mind of Christ. He's given us his mind. Okay? So... That is divine imagineers. God wants to expand your imaginations. Your imagination was given to you by God, and he wants to inspire you to imagine with him, to have faith and begin to imagine those great things. One other quote, conformity is the jailer of freedom, the enemy of growth. Don't be conformed. Don't be squeezed in and shoehorned into the ways of this world but be transformed, metamorphosed, metamorphosized, you know, like the transformation by the renewing, the renovation of your mind or of your imagination, okay? That's what God wants to do. Amen. Divine Imagineers, thank you for coming out today once again to the Kingdom Corner Podcast. God bless you. Thank you for joining us for another great discussion on The Kingdom Corner, hosted by Matt Guide. Remember to click the subscribe button so you can be notified of each new episode as it's released. To enjoy an even deeper dive into God's Word, check out Matt's new devotional book, Searching for Significance, a devotional journey through the Book of Ecclesiastes. Learn more and even hear from Matt himself on the devotional website, significanceacademy.com. As always, thank you for being a part of the Kingdom Corner.